adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Episode 84. Is that right, TV? No Snooze Podcast. We are back. If you're listening on Drop Day, thank you. You guys are our inspiration. If you're not listening on Drop Day, we still appreciate you guys. Anyway, I am here with the big three once again. Michael, the fashionable god Pirelli, and Claudio, the voice Valenzuela. I am Dave, the body Regina. There is no Justin Satchel Sanchez. He is taking care of some family issues, uh, but he'll be back with us very soon. Michael, how the hell are you, my brother? I'm good. I like the shoes. I oh. got. I, I peep those. I low, like low the drivers. drivers. There you go. It's my guy with I'm the learning. lingo. I'm learning. I'm trying to step in my game, trying to have a glow up. The world does not want me to glow up because I've been fighting everything in December. <laughs> um, I was going to mention, too, if you want to see our beautiful faces, go to YouTube, 6 p.m. drop. We do a little later in the day because yep. Olivia prevents me from getting it live in the morning. Long story short. Okay. But you look good. All black today. Hey, all black today. Looking I, slim. Listen, you know what? I'm battling uh, uh, some stressful things at work, as we'll talk about. So I I, I showed up today in all black yeah. for the funeral. Deliver. I'm burying dudes today. Burying dudes. Burying dudes. <laughs> um, no, but I, I love your fashion game right now. This is uh, this is tremendous for you, kid. J.Crew, you know, one <laughs> of my favorite buys. Uh, I have to say the quad area. Quad God. Getting a little tight. Quad God. Tight. I've gotten one workout in, in a while. And it was squats. <laughs> one workout in 15 days. In good stuff. But You're I'm coming. still learning my Italian. <laughs> That's good. Uh, first thing we have to do is a little Ranger recap. As we spoke about last episode, we we witnessed, well, I witnessed my first Ranger game, New York Rangers. Yes. Uh, they played who? The Peaches? They played- uh, <laughs> Who did they play? The Peaches. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia Flyers. Oh, the, the big, Flyers. Big hockey guys. The you see big, how we big, that? Big, big hockey guys. Um, no, so that was an Before experience. Before you dive into the story, I need to tell you one little story that makes me laugh every time I think about it. <laughs> our head of our like company, he used to own commercial and residential side, this guy, Sam Samus. He's like 80. He wears a, uh, a cow print, like Cupolino, whatever they call wow. those little Italian hats. Yep. Runs around like a chicken with his head cut off. Says hello to everyone. He's old school. But he would come in after a Ranger game. And keep, keep in mind, like now I know more than I did seven years ago. Mm -hmm. When I first started, he'd come in. Mikey boy, <laughs> did you see the game last night? Yeah, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> it was a great game. He's like, yeah, we've won whatever, three to one. I'm like, yeah, great icing, you know? <laughs> great icing. <laughs> and... So this guy, Mark, in the office, who I, he's the best, but he's very funny. He always calls me out like, I didn't shave today. First thing he'll say is like, oh, what is it, casual Wednesday? Like, <laughs> you know, just talk shit all the time. But he would hear me do that. As soon as Sam would leave, he'd come in and be like, Mike, you literally, you definitely didn't watch that game. <laughs> That's, You didn't even use the right terms. Oh, poor guy. So, But anyway, go ahead. So Shout I'm, out, Sammy I'm, I know way more than I did previously. But our event that we went to and the game, you didn't really need to know much because we weren't there for the game, <laughs> right. the events. Yes. Um, yeah. From start to finish. I mean, what 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 a what a night. Um, yeah, I really had no idea what was going on. And Mike kind of went along with it. So anytime we would see people scream, we would just stand up and scream. <laughs> I could send you one of the videos to post because it's pretty funny. Yes. We made great friends with this lady, Beth, who was the uh, usher right next to us. Beth 
We love you, Beth. Why did we make great friends? Because this guy was looking at Beth, and Dave starts chirping him. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, hey, I protect my girl, Beth. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, somebody, somebody, was like, somebody, go, was me- somebody was messing with Beth, trying to get down, and I peeped the whole scenario that was going She was the usher for the section. Yes. And we were, I mean, you know, we were pretty close. I, I was frozen. Yeah, thank you, John McAtee. Literally three or four rows back. So, you know, Beth was standing to my right, and some Jerry tried to get into a seat that was open, and Beth was like, not having it. Mm. So I just was ear hustling a little bit, Mm. you know? I like that. And I, I, I could peep that, you know, he didn't belong there. Yes. So then I happened to turn around, I guess, and I said, sir, she told you once, she told you twice. These are not your seats. Go back to the boondocks. That we're the guys that usually are in the boondocks. <laughs> yes, we yes. get a little taste of VIP for one minute and we're kicking people yeah. out. Yeah. And he was like, dude, dude, why why are you telling me to leave? Why are you telling me? I said, listen, don't make me repeat myself. Because if I do, Beth is Beth, am I right? And she was like, Absolutely. So. I'm sitting next to him with a nice drink in my hand watching some hockey. And I'm like, Dave, what are you doing? <laughs> like you're gonna get kicked out. She loved it. She yeah, was Beth is great. She was our usher. I was hyping up how, oh, you know, you go down, they they uh, you can order right there, and they bring you the food. Yep. First thing we do is, hey, can we order something? She's like, oh, we don't do no, that. No, that service is off today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you, my brother, are a, uh, listen, you're a foodie for real. Gavon. I, I don't know. Do you remember I, uh, really course, what you did to I me? I ate so much food that the episode of Tell Mike saying that drops this morning, <laughs> I look so bloated. Bloated. I want to not release. Was the it the next day? Yeah, dude. It was oh, the next day, dude. First of all, I was I was hurting that next day too, but oof. I got a good bounce back game. Oh, but I but don't know. The, my, I woke up lacking. with a scratch across my nose, yeah, the brim of my nose. You got hit with a puck. You were so close. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, so second. This is now the second second quarter. Period. 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 Second, period. 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 Yeah. Period. Three two. periods. Period two, if you will. Mike comes down with a humongous Philly cheesesteak. Like the thing was <laughs> so good. No, 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 no joke. Eight to ten inches, easy. Yeah, for each of us. Do we have the Philly cheesesteak before the chicken sandwiches? Well, that that's all right. My bad. On, my man. bad. Come on, man. I'm trying to. Recap. So that was period two. Then we go for another bevy. We come back. Period three. Mike comes with these massive chicken sandwiches. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I just ate a Philly cheese a period ago. I can't, I can't consume this. He's like, no, no, it's good, it's good. Mind you, we had fries with the steak sandwiches as well, and they literally just were like, you guys want fries and put as many fries as they could in like one of those trays, right? Yeah. So like, I'm over here like, wow, how the hell can I eat this? I don't know, but he, he had a nice sauce game with it too. So yes. I appreciate that. Very nice. So we end up hammering that too. Then we go to one of the bars that's close to MSG, hanging out for a little bit. Now we're on our way home, and we're like, we want McDonald's? <laughs> and No, I remember what you said. I go, should we get McDonald's? You're like, why not? Right. And I was like, it's a good point. It's a good why point. not? I mean, if we already did this, we might as well just shoot ourselves in the foot here. Yeah. So then, I mean, you know, humble humble order, I think I did. I had like a, <laughs> what, a six-piece uh, large fries and, and two cheeseburgers with Big Mac sauce. Yeah. You, you were- really like the Big Mac sauce. Edition. Genius. You really like Veteran that. move. Yeah, Veteran you, you move. really like And that. then I got the uh, double quarter pounder with Big Mac sauce. Yeah, which, by the way, Michael, you spilled half the fries in the I car. I did. I did. I spilled a whole mini fry. Or not a mini. It wasn't a mini fry. <laughs> what was left <laughs> in the fries. That's what it was. I remember taking it out, and there was like maybe a third of the whole thing, and it just tipped over, and I looked, and you were like, you molded. <laughs> but then you like, left it. I know, Well, what am I going to do? Fish it out with my hands? It, well, listen. When I got out, I, with a car like that, you would think you have a cleaning service. <laughs> yeah, Michael kept saying, Look, "We're an Escalade. We're an Escalade." Yeah, here. what do you want? <laughs> we're in an Escalade. Like someone will clean this. You're fine. Oh, man. What a blast! But, but you know, what? A, what a good time. Great experience. Uh, but you, yo, dude, I woke up the next day. I'm like, babe, Mike's really about this food life. Yeah, he dude, re- uh, really so about this food life. Man. I 
once I get to the point of no return, like, you know, when you're spending money when you <laughs> yeah, go yeah. out and then you hit a point of no return, you're yeah. like, oh, I spent a lot. Who cares at this yeah. point? I do that with food. Like once I break the seal with the steak sandwich, I got yeah, shit your eye mouth. looks real good. Dude. What's going on? <laughs> I think Karina just put a spell on me. <laughs> you get, oh, my God. You got an eyelash or something. His eyes. Some caught up. me. Some caught me. Um, but anyway, yeah, the, uh, and then they had Mike's hot honey chicken sandwiches. I'm not gonna say no to that. Yeah, it was, it was good. Listen, and at least that sandwich was a grilled chicken sandwich. Um, but the, <laughs> this dude is dying over here. You're right. I'm good. I yeah. fight through things. I'm good. <laughs> I, I can't afford to be, uh, sick. That's right. As we'll speak about in, in a little bit through. as well, right? But part Talking of the fun health. of going out and like is... You got to experience it all, right? That's why I like a nice charcuterie. Yeah. That's why I yeah. like a nice uh, uh, tapas bar because you can you can taste a little bit of everything. Uh, we didn't taste a little bit. I mean, they were massive sandwiches, was, you, you know, know? portion. It, it was a struggle for me to finish. And yeah, I was you, like, uh, yeah, but I, I fe- dude, the next day I put on my suit, I felt <laughs> and looked. Well, I didn't feel bad. I just looked bad. I was like, I don't feel terrible, but I look like I've double the face. <laughs> Well, uh, because you ate like a gavon, dude. Sodium and destroys me. I just can't. And then obviously the alcohol can't help. But no, there's a picture. Is good. We went to Florida with Phil and Lauren, and it's the infamous picture that was on my shirt for the uh, my bachelor party. Yes, and it is how I look after I have one of those nights. <laughs> I just I, mean, I look like I got stung by a bee four times. <laughs> Michael Meatball Pirelli. Meatball. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But it motivated me seeing me on my episode today, which if you haven't watched it, go check it out. Tell Mike <laughs> saying, and it's a healthy spot, which makes it worse. Oh my God. I'm eating like a nice juice and like healthy chicken bowl and I'm huge. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's I. You know, like I changed my ways. <laughs> That's so funny. And then even when you, as we, as we want to talk a little bit in this episode. So you know, we're going back and forth, <laughs> the three of us talking about figuring out a topic. And Mike said, "Staying healthy." The first thing that popped in my mind is, "Great, we're going to talk about trying to stay healthy." When we just literally went so hard at the Ranger game. <laughs> well, that that eating. makes me think it's like, yes, a lot of fun. Can't do it all the time, right? And the real real name of the game is just staying in the game. Like you can't. You can't be out of commission for a day. We just yep. with kids, work, you just can't do it anymore. Yep. Remember so you could do it. You could yeah. just oh, like yeah. not talk to anyone for a day, sleep all day, and it was okay. Yep. Yeah, that's that's Imagine the if you did that part. now. Imagine you did that on like a Thursday. What no, would happen? No, I can't because I mean you still you still have responsibilities. Yes. And, and the your babies. commitments, the yeah, teams, par- you know, family. No. And the holiday season in general is tough. Tough. Just because there's so many parties. I feel like people are squeezing it in too because yeah. they're like, we might get shut down again, which I hope not. No. But it's a possibility. So people are like, I'm doing everything. Like we said, we were like, you know, Wednesday, Ranger game. No. Yep. We might not get to do this again for six months. Let's do it. But if you get one in six days again, just hit me up. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> um, the, uh, oh, yeah. What Are we doing a onesie party? Is that Apparently. Right? I, the, Dana the girls like, are planning something. So, so I love my wife. She, I have to say, and I've thought about this a lot lately. She is a saint for dealing with the construction. My schedule Livy's a nutcase. She's literally my little twin, and she still hasn't killed us. Like it's very <laughs> easy for her to just slip something in me and just. Yeah. I'm more in the love. In the words of my father-in-law, I'm way more worth to her dead than alive. Yes. Okay. So I give her all the credit in the world. That being said, she stresses out about oh we have construction in the house. This is going on, and then she's like we're going to host a holiday party, <laughs> and can we go play pong in the empty rooms upstairs? And I'm like sure, but like where's I, I'd Sounds rather great. be that way. But apparently we have to wear onesies. Yeah, onesies. And I tried mine on. I might have to pack the, uh, you know. Tough. Yeah. Tough. I got to pack. <laughs> and it's like silky. Is it silky? Yeah. It's Not like a lot of coverage? No, no. 
I don't know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I know like what I I'm usually gonna... do. Pack it up. Um, I need you to talk me off the ledge. You ready? And that's a nice pink cup, it. by Jump. the way. This is the best. Real I don't cute. know where this came from. It's a Hydra Peak. Oh. I don't know where it came from. I bet you someone left that at her house. It keeps stuff warm so long. Better than a Yeti? I might. It might. Ooh. I don't know. Better than my, a Yeti. My Yeti here is uh, pretty fire. Um, but yeah, I've been crushing my green tea, little lemon. Nice. Nice. Keeps Very me nice. nice and, uh, you know. So I've been struggling with work, man, the past couple days. You know, we have a major deadline. It's a quarter of a million dollar gymnasium project that's been going on. Mm-hmm. I got the deadline that basically I put out there on a freaking podcast. Oh, yeah, I'm going to bet my job. Remember? <laughs> Which the end I, of the year? I told you yeah. and I told Mo I would never bet anything <laughs> on a timeline for construction. Right. So I, I'm experiencing, you know, a lot of... Uh, a lot of problems, if you will, right? That's causing me a lot of stress. So yeah, uh, on Monday, there was um, a $75,000 humble mistake made. Mm. Right. Wrong paint color put down on the floor. Mm. Love Light that. Work. Light work. It's happening a lot lately because right? of all the... What I think's happening is there's just people overwhelmed with me out of work. Yep. I'm not giving them an excuse. I'm just saying what it is. Yep. And people are making a lot of mistakes that mm-hmm. wouldn't have in the past. And it's just happening yeah. because people are in such a rush. So it's yep. like it's happened on a couple of my uh, my deals where my, you know, I have someone closing on a brand new construction condo and they installed the wrong island color. And then he's like, I, t- you know, uh, you told me it was great. And they're like, we never said that, you know, so. Oof. But anyway, go so ahead. I have contracts and all this stuff. So it was a clear seventy five thousand dollar mistake that was made. Right. So I had them redraft the plans with this new color on there because. If I were to present that to the commissioner, I knew he would be like, listen, I don't like this, right? Yeah. So then to make matters worse, once the paint is now dried, right, it can, we're installing this specific floor. It's called Pulastic, actually. Mm-hmm. P-U-L-A-S-T-I-C. Which I thought was hilarious. Right. It, sound, it sounds pretty funny. Like I'm just saying plastic, but, but funny. Pulastic. Like too wenny. Yeah, right. Like in the hood, Pulastic. Um so this this rubberized all multi multi purpose that's what it's for. It's, um, you can use it for events. You can use it for roller skating, basketball, after school programs, karate. It's got a little bounce to it, but not too much. Uh, so it's it's a phenomenal. The science behind it is really why we went with it. A little more expensive than a typical wood floor, but the best in the game. So as this paint, it, once the paint dries, water can get on it. That's mm-hmm. why we invested. That was my point. As it's drying. Monday night was an extreme downpour. It was. Leaks onto the floor Oh, while the paint is dry. The only time that water cannot get on this floor is when the paint is drying. So then we come in the next day and we see the floor like completely looking like shit. Has the ceiling leaked before? It was just like a freak thing. No. So it has leaked, but we've done in-house things that have mitigated the problem it was just the perfect storm but what happened was leaves were up top on the roof mm. caused an an excessive amount of a backflow mm. right so like proper drainage wasn't happening yeah then when that happens and you have a real uh like stress test real puddles up there then it leaks a little bit mm. so the worst possible scenario you know mm-hmm. timelines now are in play blah 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 they mess up a couple like couple more th- little details here and there throughout the day. I'm going back and forth with the owners because now the, the people that are in the facility are subcontractors. So they're telling me one thing. The owners are telling me another thing. Right? The issue, the communication. So that alone was boggling my mind because I'm in charge of the project, right? Yeah. yeah. Then I show it to one of the higher ups. Like, I don't like it. Mm. Like, this is a big mistake. It's on you to basically either fix it or make a decision to to move us forward because I don't I don't like it. So I'm like <laughs> what oh, do you like boy. about the color? The color. 
Yeah. Is it bad? It's it's a shade difference. So maybe you should hit him the, with like we upgraded. Well, the it. problem is I, I was trying to avoid them looking at it while it was down. What I wanted was a new schematic to show with the game lines on there, with all the colors yeah, that are involved and, and show me the product so I could present it to say, hey, look, do you like this? It's like getting a haircut and seeing it before it's done. You're like, Ooh, I don't know about that. Exactly. Whereas I have the vision for this renovation. Like I really have it. I saw the paint color. I was like, you know what? It's not correct. It was supposed to be one of our uh, game lines color. Mm hmm. So they basically mixed up an order that was supposed to be a five-gallon order and a 500-gallon order. Yeah. They reversed it, mm. right? Because the main floor was supposed to be one, uh, the 500-gallon order. Flip-flopped. Right. So they flip-flopped it. And then they put it down without, like, coming to talk about it. So now that told me, okay, now I need to, instead of going up and down the stairs 15 times a day, I got to do it 28 times. Mm -hmm. Just because now I need to make sure that every step of the way we're kind of moving forward and get good stuff yeah so anyway they drew up a schematic and it ended up being okay but big mistakes like that they fall they they were falling on me yeah you know on top of an elevator project that now i'm in charge of and i have no idea about elevators i mean yeah. i just had to had to learn uh, but now you're into december going into january we have a hundred a hundred year olds literally walking up the stairs because our elevator doesn't work because yeah. there's still water in a pit. So I've been dealing with, you know, a whole, a whole bunch of stress that's not supposed to be happening at the end of the year. And I've been, you know, it's, it's like the weights. I posted that this morning. The weights are heavy, man. Yeah. It's like life, right? You just got to keep pushing. I'm trying, yeah. I'm trying, yeah. but I'm about to lose it, Mike. I, I think you're doing well day by day. <laughs> What's the next thing I can control? Um, it's like when deals go sideways, it's like, all right, it's not my mistake, but how can I help fix it? Right. It doesn't matter. There's no benefit to blaming people unless that person's going to either replace what was mistaken yep. or fix it. Right. Right. If that's off the table and it is what it is, then it, how do we move forward? Do you get a credit? Do you get a discount on future stuff? Yep. It's, yeah. it's tough, but I nothing's more frustrating than communicating clearly in multiple forms and then it not being delivered how you communicated it. Right. Because then you feel crazy and you're like, what was that for? And like, I have everything in writing, everything. Which is fine, but at Everything. some level, it's like with construction, this happens. With life, it happens. So you just got to be like, all right, well, moving forward because of this mistake, which I'm sure you did, now I need to approve everything before right. you install it. Right. You can't have this. Well, again. so that's one. And then also, we have a dance studio in, in the facility as well. Uh, so they're donating their services to redo that floor. So in the end, it might work out a lot better. Yes, uh, but while we're going through it, oh, it this delayed the timeline, yep. pushed us back. I also have gym wall pads, you know, those yep. safety pads that go around. I need those because I ball hard. Because <laughs> I ball hard. I'm uh, like that Rodman go, when I play. <laughs> that go around the perimeter of the gym. Uh, so there is, they were scheduled to come in this week now. That's not happening. So everything is pushed back. You get a little closer to the holidays. Yep. Then people start banging out on you. It's already happening. Like people, which is fun. I, uh, I'm realistic and I'm like, yes, it's the holidays. Things don't get done. It's not an excuse. Mm -hmm. You can't use it for clients or anything. Yeah. But if you understand that, you can operate around it, right? So if like there's no point in freaking out that your closings are delayed two weeks because you're lucky they're even closing during yes. the holidays. Some people just go MIA, which it's their prerogative. They can do whatever they want. But it's very difficult to keep the ball rolling mm -hmm. while everyone else is kind of shutting down. Yes. But And then you mentally start telling yourself, you're like, oh, it's this time of year, it slows down. Yep. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. And then you just slow down for no reason. Yeah. And I also have some time that I wanted to take, you know, some days in between spending with my family during the holidays. And now I'm I'm feeling pressure that if I do take these days and the, the construction guilt. is still going on, yeah, I got cameras and stuff that I can look at. Yeah. But are more mistakes going to be made? 
And then am I willing to sacrifice the family time? Well, can you go in the morning before like everything gets going? Is Correct. There, so it's got to be like, I got to figure out some half days, I guess. Uh, but it's, it's, but it, even if it's not a half day, you just stop in the morning, check in on the guys, get the ball. All right. This is the game plan, right? Yes. And then you leave. Yeah, which is what I did. And then we made a $75,000 mistake. You know what I'm saying? So like now I'm literally like standing up at the top, like making sure that everything and, and these guys are incredible, you know, and yeah, mistakes yeah. do happen. Yeah. But a mistake that costs $75,000. Yeah. It's a big time. Like it's yeah. it's a big mistake, you yeah. know? So like for ours, right? Similar, not as big, obviously. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to make sure that the uh, master uh, ceiling is a cathedral, basically all the way to the top. Um, How what what determines a master? Uh, I mean a uh, cathedral. Well, we're supposed ceiling. to say main bedroom now because master is apparently not uh, kosher. So, ma- <laughs> excuse me, the main bedroom uh, cathedral is basically it runs with the roof line. Is cathedral with the, with the roof line? So is is my bedroom cathedral ceilings? I can't remember. Does it have my a, bedroom? Yeah. yeah. Does it have a? It go. I. It's way it go high, all I think the way to the roof. Line? Yes. Do you yeah, see the cathedral? If you can see the, the well, you don't. Beams. You could always uh, no, she no, rock over it. That's that's cathedral. why would you see beams? That, that's the the roof. Well, level. he does. He might not need beams because of the uh, the space. Yeah, if yeah. it's every ceiling has beams. Not necessarily. So across, you're saying CV. Yeah, not necessarily. You're, you're so, putting yourself in a no, no. You so sure? if, you sound unintelligent. Right make a seventy-five thousand dollar bet. Yeah, because <laughs> my I like everyone's cause, bet. Because <laughs> my 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 uh, master. It depends on the span, right? So if you think about it, is like this, like every ceiling. Has to have beams. Correct, but then, then you sheet can sheet rock, rock over right. it. Right, right. Oh, right. Beam, you're saying that run with. I'm saying across the crawl. I forgot. What the, that's a beam though, too. The yeah. one that's at the peak. No, those. Yeah, I know what you're saying that beam, and then it comes down the roof. I'm saying across. No, so we're all saying there's the same none thing. across. It's communication <laughs> issues here. We're saying the same thing. So yes, there's beams, but my ceiling goes all the way up to the top of the roof. Yes. but I can't see my beams because it's sheet rocked at but the top. Correct. Because like then there's so it's cathedral. What? You can see it like this. Like you can see the shape of a triangle. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the yeah. roof line. Yes. Then exactly. You have cathedral. But then, cathedral. Th- then also they they dropped it. I guess they dropped it a little bit to install the um, insulation and the, the lighting though. Lighting yeah, but it's still on the roof line. Like yeah, it's still yeah exactly. Yeah. Yes. Then you're fine. Yeah. So what is happening now is that they um, and they're doing a great job. It's it's it happens construction. So uh, we are doing a HVAC system to get uh, central air and uh, forced hot air and. They had to put the unit in like a sitting area that was going to be in the main bedroom, which I think is okay. It was a mistake, but it was okay. Or not a mistake. It was an adjustment without our approval, but it is what it is. Then because of that, then it opens up the space for the cathedral ceiling. So like that's fine because I'd rather trade off a sitting area that, you know, we'll never really use to a cathedral, which we'll enjoy and it'll make everything feel bigger, et cetera, Mm -hmm. et cetera. Then... We got in a call and we got everything sorted out and we agreed to having that open in a cathedral. The next day, the HVAC guy worked for six, you know, till 6 p.m., got there at like 9 a.m. And he ran a vent in where the cathedral should go. So it sucks, but it's like reality is they're going to have to fix it. Um, So they're going to go back and do it? Well, you got to cap it off and then run it the other way. And it's so it's an inconvenience. Absolutely. You know, it's a pain in the ass. Yes. But can it be fixed? Yes. Mm. So it's like rather than getting no cost to you. Well, obviously, it's their obviously we'll figure it out, but it's just at some point it's like stuff happens yep. and you just got to roll the punches. There's no point in getting crazy mad like you just there's a way to deliver a message and then there's a way to get stuff done and just be like, listen, I know stuff happens, but we yep. just can't. You know, the other mistake was fine or change, but this change that we don't want, you know, you got to yep. be very decisive in the, the, the battles you fight. 
right? Like you got to pick your battles with everything. So yeah, yeah. at some level, you just got to roll with the punches. It's going to happen with with life, with, you know, we talk about it all the time, babies getting sick, they're yep. going to get sick. When you're working, it's going to be tough weeks. When you're working out, you're not going to feel great certain days. You just When you expect it, you can adjust and do an audible faster versus be surprised. Be like, oh my God. Yeah. You know, but it's mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. It could be crippling to some. Yeah. You know, but do you feel you've done a couple construction, uh, GCing or whatever you want to call it? Do you feel more? I don't know about GC. Or wait, me, me being a GC is a little. So here's the thing. People right? should be nervous if I'm <laughs> GC in your house. Well, you're organized. Yeah. I have a great vision. Yes. You know, and I have a great, um, skill set in terms of communication to get things done. But when it comes to the actual work, I'm not doing your work. So do you feel more comfortable in the, the, the later, like now versus in the beginning when you were working on construction and like coordinating oh, things? Oh yeah. Like right now, you know, I told you even in terms of the town, I got pulled into a project that's a build out from the start. Mm. That's a new, a whole new thing that I are doing. I'm doing now. Um, definitely much more comfortable for sure. Would I feel comfortable building a house from scratch? Absolutely, but I'm not. I'm not going to physically build. Oh it no, myself. I understand that, but I'm saying um, the concept. Yeah, yeah the concept and because stuff like it's that. tricky. Because you, if you think about it, you're never going to do a, a construction job probably smaller yeah, ever. Right. Right. Yeah. You, let me take it back. You probably will, but the the likelihood of you doing bigger projects is more likely. Yes. Yes. CV wanted to jump. Fun fact. Guess <laughs> who's um built a house from scratch? CV. This guy right here. Really? Did you? yourself? No, not myself. Oh, I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what are we doing? Come work at my house. Oh uh, no, no. When we left, uh, when we when, when we left Spain, we went to Chile. We lived in Chile for a while. Sick. And we we you know we built a house in the property that we got and from scratch, from cool. the foundation all the way to the top. So it's pretty, pretty, pretty fun stuff. It's pretty, pretty rewarding yeah, too, right? Like the whole process. Yeah, when you're there every cool. day, kind of like seeing mm -hmm. the progress, and then you see it, it's pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. It's pretty wild too. Yeah, that is. When there's just like a plow, and they're all saying, "Oh my god!" And they connect it to like the town sewer, or yep. they put in a septic. It's pretty cool. Well, that that's a whole another conversation we're having now with because uh, we're in a flood zone, one of the facilities, mm -hmm. right? So now it's a major drainage conversation. Yep. I was literally in the sewer. On, my, I'm serious. Someone probably you came out and you, they thought you were a ninja. Uh, no, turtle. they had me in a coat and everything. Like, and first of all, this is not my job. Like, I'm, this is not my gig at all. So, I've been pulled into so many different things, which is good. Definitely so, good for my. But that career. isn't that like. So I have a I love my office manager, but she'll every once in a while be like, "That's not your job," but right. that doesn't matter. Like, you Correct. still have to do it because oh, hundred percent, it's got to get done. One, right? it's got to get done. Two, I had to make a decision. Is this is this what I want for my future? Is there a benefit of me going into this sewer, gaining this knowledge and experience? Yeah. One, these people are tapping me for ideas. I had no idea what I'm even talking about. So I'm like, well, I need to go down there to see it. Yeah, yeah. So I was literally under the ground, <laughs> you know, with the Department of Public Works Commissioner. Um, good stuff. I mean, really good stuff for the future. But I don't know where this is going to, you know, eventually go to, you yeah. know, you it's, it's up, interesting. It's, it's stuff, upstairs, though. man. But it's interesting stuff. I actually like doing things that are a little like out of the box. Yes. Because then you're like, oh, I know now. Maybe I don't do it the second time, but I know how to talk someone to take care of it. You know what's funny with with these experiences for me is I'm not knowledgeable on them. I'm very ignorant to yeah. the, you know the first conversations of this. Yeah. So I'm I'm listening. Yeah. And you got to ask questions. Different for me to do. No, I think you'd listen pretty well. You know what I mean. But you got to ask questions too. Oh, a hundred. If you think about it, the majority of like learning is asking the right questions yes yeah and that's a great skill to have too is being People able to ask too. ask questions that are going to one benefit your knowledge but then two really have an impact and a um 
what's the word that I'm looking for? I guess a uh, effect. It, it not an effect, but the Influence. question that you're asking, oh, right, yeah, yeah. is going to Translate. clearly, clearly show that individual that you have respect for their knowledge. Reciprocity, yeah. Reciprocity? I don't know. That's I just nice. threw out, I'm just well, reciprocity is a great word, but that's more of the expectation. It's a good point. Like if when you he, know? when Claudio was talking about the elderberries with me, I should have asked like, what do you put him in? <laughs> right, because people get excited. People get people get excited to talk about what they know. Oh, absolutely. Right? And I, and repeating it back also helps you understand it. Yeah. Like you said, like so you're this is what you're saying. Exactly. And they're like, yes. And it's like okay, because I have no idea what the hell any of this is. So I right. need to ask questions. <laughs> exactly. People uh, respect that too. Versus like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. People I, know I, when you're yeah, yeah, yeah. In them. I hope nobody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope nobody. <laughs> that's like uh, when when everybody says right, right, right. I don't know if I say right. right. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yes. It. You know when people just keep repeating that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think what I say. I say it makes sense. That well, makes sense. You're definitely a yeah, 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 yeah. Kind do of I yeah, yeah, yeah? You're people? right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. I yeah, right. yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. What do I do? What do I do? I don't know. I just look at you retarded. I don't listen That's to you. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I yeah, just, just look like cross eyed. I just look past people. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's no snooze 30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission, and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two-pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. Um, so, yeah, you wanted to talk about some health. I got scoliosis, Crohn's disease. I was born with bad bones. What do you want to know? Talk to me. I, <laughs> you want, <laughs> talk to me, baby. So, <laughs> as we get segue. older and we have commitments, it's getting more clear that the name of the game is to stay healthy. Yes. Right? Like, your output you just cannot deliver your max output when you're not healthy. Correct. Correct. And now when you're saying healthy, you're talking more about like catching colds and I mean, anything, disease to and, any extent. Like, But is food included in this? Yeah, there, absolutely. You know, food is... So, absolutely. So, so, if, did you see my body after the food we ate Wednesday <laughs> night? Yes, food is included because I almost ate myself to death. Exactly. So the input, though, has a direct correlation to the output for sure. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. I'm not saying you can't splurge, but right. I'm saying you got to do within reason that it doesn't uh, affect your performance as as if you're an athlete. I, I couldn't agree more with you. And it kind of solidified things for me, not only that Wednesday, but even this holiday season. You know, I've gotten a little, you know, a little sideways on Loosey the weekend, goosey, like, we'll I, like I always do. Um, but it's a pro it's proven to me that my formula really works because as soon as i go off track a little bit my crohn's disease flare ups mm. happen immediately so that's a, a really good indicator for me you yeah. know what i'm saying to where i know that what i'm consuming in terms of digestion yes the the whole vegan conversation is a whole separate thing cuz people will argue that you know you eat too much meat whether it's ground turkey any any meat in general mm. um, but for my lifestyle my system works because I have data, which would be my flare up, right? Anytime that I really consume your feedback, th that's what it is. Feedback yeah. data too. But yeah, feedback. but it, but it is more feedback and it's immediate. Yeah. 
feedback. You know, the next day I'm throughout throughout the entire day, I get these shooting pains in my stomach. Um, and is it worth it for me on like a Friday night to have pizza with my family? Absolutely. But that's why I have to make sure that 80, 85, even sometimes 90 percent of the time I'm on my stuff. Yeah. You know, so that that for me is in terms of input versus output. As we've gotten older, I just keep realizing like when people say I can't afford to get sick, I never understood it. I was like, yeah, it's like you just take a day, you're good. But we have commitments, we have families, we have jobs. Me especially, like I cannot, nothing happens if I'm not operating, right? Which is some would say a downfall of the business style and the way I design my business. It's super counterintuitive. Everyone's like build a business where you don't have to be present. All my business are contingent upon me being present and being available. Yep. And healthy. So, <laughs> I like as I cough. <laughs> so, Sip that tea, boy. So then I'm thinking like, wow, like that's a, a pretty big, like linking everything back to health. But then linking that to output and business mm -hmm. has helped me realize like I need to continue on the path I'm going because when I am sick, if and when I get sick, I'm not going to be making any income, right? Yep. In theory. I mean, you will, but- to some extent, you can't get new listings. You can't do your photos. Like you're backed up. My rental property, our rental property, generated income whether I was working or not, mm -hmm. right? So then that really is solidified. Like I need to continue to build that portfolio because my output, God forbid, I get sick. You know, I get inca incapacitated in some form. I can't show houses. Then my family's income is cut off, right? Like if I don't work, I don't need. They don't get their lifestyle we have, right? I mean, obviously, Dan does very well, and it's to some form, we will be able to survive. Mm -hmm. But the reality is kids are expensive, houses are expensive, bills. So in thinking about all that, then I'm like, all right, well, if that's the case, then what can I do to improve my health? Because it's not that I've been bad, but like I'm dumb in certain scenarios where like I just don't wear a jacket, right? I don't know about that argument. What? Seriously, so... Like I've been to a listings or like going to preview a property. Mm -hmm. I'm standing outside. I'm like, God damn it. Like I didn't bring a jacket and now I'm shaking in front of the thing interesting, for no reason. Interesting conversation though. So I, I my theory though, and it's basically based off research. You can look at it yourself and have an opinion on it, but you don't get sick from the cold, right? You get sick from the cold if you go from an extremely hot circumstance like a sauna or, an or you're wet. Yeah, yeah. To then immediately outside in the cold for an extended period of but time. But doesn't it hurt your immune system? No. You get sick and your immune system gets compromised through germs. And right. sleep. And lack of sleep. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. That, but th that's a huge realization. Yes. Where, like this week I've been dying to work out. Like I want to work out. Yep. But I just reality is like I have to sleep. And it's probably less beneficial for you to work out Correct. versus getting sleep. I can tell you something that I had no idea about as a dad. Like we were texting last night, the three of us. Yeah. You know, you, when you string back to back nights of no sleep and, you know, I know people wake up and you go back to sleep, wake up, go back to sleep. I'm talking like the nights that you've experienced that when your daughter is sick and you really can't sleep and that happens one night, two nights, three nights in a row, that compounds over time for probably two weeks so you can catch back up. Yeah. I had no knowledge of that. So sleep is by far, I mean... You could die without sleep. So the right, but, like in Wentworth right now, they are literally torturing this. <laughs> they are torturing this. Tell me, I'm not a TV guy. You're a TV guy. They're torturing this poor woman in jail by literally every time she falls asleep, they're waking her up and pulling her eyelids, pulling her eyelids, and she's about to die. But the compound effect, like to your point, 
Libby has been had a little cold. She's trying to kick it. She gets up every night. She's getting her molars. Dana is getting up with her. She's picking up the slack, you know, but then she's getting run down. So when I get home from work, I'm, you know, night shift too. So (laughs) as a team, we're trying to fight this. And then on top of that, I'm working weekends. So it's like there's every in the lifestyle I've chosen and to your guys extent, probably similar where you're trying to get a lot of output. Every decision you make is compounded because of the high stress environment and output you're trying to achieve. Yes. So like say today or tomorrow, I'm just out of the office. There's five or six things that get pushed back, compound, potentially lose business, lose income. So it's like, yes, it's great to choose something like that, but you have to be so much uh, like I have to be better about keeping my body healthy as if I was a athlete because I'm trying to get a level of out- output not on the physical technically it is physical but i'm trying to use my body to have a lot of output yes so it's not it doesn't matter that i'm not in the nba but i gotta treat myself like i am in a league trying to push forward Does oh that you're sense? in the nba of life i'm trying to be you're in the professional <laughs> game to. of life trying to i have a question yes what's more important to you yeah priorities two days being out recovering catching back and your sleep getting all these things to get you back going how do you do that with a daughter well, hold on, because that's part of it. No, seriously. No, no, it's part of it. Or a week out now because you no longer can function anymore and you have to be out for seven days, eight days because between the colds and the lack of sleep and yeah. blah, 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 it has compounded to the point where you're now seven days out. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, I, I see what you're so saying. It, and so, yeah, I get the whole daughter thing because that's, that's, that's un- it's uncontrollable. 24-7. Uncontrollable. But I guarantee you taking two days off, is better than not taking the two days off and yeah. then being out completely flat out on your back for yeah. seven, eight days. If you have, now- if you have daycare for your child, because if you're sick, which is something that we did, right? We were sick, didn't have daycare that we needed, so it actually made us worse staying home because we were trying to sleep. But Callie's not trying to sleep because yeah. it's a regular day for yeah, Callie. Yeah, yeah. So you have out. to, right? You mm-hmm. have to solidify daycare. Some people don't have that opportunity. Hopefully, I mean, within your team, you and and your wife. Me personally, yes, can, we can, can we can figure, figure it out. Right. But I'm talking about the single mom. Oh, that's yeah. That's no, really no, seriously, because because what you're asking is exactly right for somebody yeah, who has I, support I, like us. I give. We have extreme support, but somebody who's a single mom and you know they got multiple kids, even one kid, your kid doesn't stop. You know, and and that's why being a dad is great, but it's not unless you're a single dad. Being a mom, don't shoot me here, Michael. Being a mom is 10 times harder. No, I'll back you up because they don't want dad. They want mom. It's so much harder Yeah, to be a mom. So to your question, yeah, and I want to hear your answer for sure. I've changed on that front, and I, I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, 100%. And and I think we contribute well. You know, We contribute as much as we can. I, I think we're both great dads, and we take pride in being dads. But at the end of the day, I've always, I've always kind of said it. You know, they're the primary caretakers. Yeah. You know? But I am oh, saying though, can I answer I, or what? Yeah, yeah, I want I want Mike to answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> um, it depends. There's right? not a podcast with you all over. Don't worry. Go ahead, <laughs> you answer. Um, no, it depends. So, <laughs> I think you got to work through it. Like I don't remember the last time I took a sick day. I really don't. Through getting a, um, uh, like, even if people are uh, like, say, some reaches out to me on a Saturday, and I don't go and physically show properties, but I'm talking to them about listings and things. Yep. Like I consider that I'm on I'm on call. Mm-hmm. So I can't remember the last time that I just said I'm not doing anything all day and just packed it in. I'd much rather be at 80% and move the goalpost 
a little farther and keep the momentum rolling than completely stop. I understand that in the future I might get hit by a train as far as like health, but it hasn't happened yet. So I'm trying to outrun it. Mm-hmm. What happens that when that sense? 80% drops to 70 and then from 70 to 60? And then you're operating and you're, I get you what you're saying. Yeah. Working right through. And I think honestly, the three of us, we do work through whatever is kind of we're feeling. Yeah. But again, that 80 can drop down to 70. Yeah. So that, I, that 70 eventually will go to 60. Yeah. And at some point when you're operating at 60, is it really the best time, the best use of your time? And all I'm saying, because yes, if you have yeah. families at home and kids, that's not going to stop. Yeah. But sometimes removing all the other excess stresses allow you to kind of catch up a little bit. And yes, you still have your family things going on. So to the daycare thing, yes, you can take care of your kid. It's the one responsibility that you can probably do and then taking care of yourself. But work yeah. and stressing over other appointments, other things and whatever. That's what I that's what I was alluding yeah. to. Put yourself in his shoes, though, real quick. Right. Because I'm thinking through this as he's, he's saying it. And you could correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Our industries are so are completely different. I agree that I literally the only sick days that I've ever taken in my career are for when the baby was born. Mm-hmm. That's literally the only time that I did because you know we accumulate sick time. Yeah. So God forbid I have a stroke. God forbid my wife you know has a massive surgery or something like that. That's what that time is for. Yeah. And then in retirement, if you have the sick time, then you also get paid out for a great benefit. Mm-hmm. But to Mike's point, him taking two days off, right? It's not only money, but now he has to convince whoever he's working for at that time doing deals for. He might have six tasks that he doesn't accomplish that day. Those six tasks. Don't just go away. Mm-hmm. So he has to make sure that then he has time. And that's what he's talking about, the compound effect. If it's one day, yes. Am I confident that I'm sure you can string that and, and figure it out? But now two days, three days, if he goes out for a week with a really something really bad, it's going to be an extreme challenge for you to now make up all of those tasks that got missed on that day. Yeah. So the adjust the, to your, your guys point, and it's not what was me, but I've chosen a lifestyle where there is no defined work time so i can sneak out and take a nap for an hour like yeah that's doable just the big chunks of time to carve out are difficult yes so for example <clears throat> my uh honeymoon i was working on deals we went out we had our good time dana took a nap i took a bunch of calls <laughs> while, I was in, while i was in italy yeah in a hotel room, I was getting stuff across the finish line. I had three closings while I was on my honeymoon. And you just can't say, sorry, guys. Like, yeah, yeah. You're not going to close today. Good luck. Like, you have to get shit done. Like, that's the reality. When we had Livy, I closed the deal. I was working on an inspection in the bathroom right after we had a baby. So there's no, like, it's not a what was me, a brag, whatever. But the reality of the lifestyle is, like, you chose this, so you got to figure it out. So, like... Being sick isn't an excuse anymore. The COVID stuff makes me worried because then I'm forced to be sidelined. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but to Claudio's point, he was smart about it. He's like, all you can do is make sure you cover yourself. Like, I'm not worried that I have COVID right now. I'm worried that I'm per- I'm perceived that I have COVID. And people send me home. Yes. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? But the reality is, is society too. You know how long 10 days is? Everything, That's so yes. long. But everything, and I'm sorry if this gets, <laughs> it's not, because it's not political, so leave politics out of it. Everything is not COVID, right? The flu still exists. <laughs> the common cold still exists. The seasons change. Allergies the, exist. But allergies exist. I mean, you know, you're doing construction and you're allergic to dust. That's like me. I'm allergic to, you know what I mean? It's terrible. I'm allergic to so many different things. And you wake up and you already walk in with a sniffle, the cough, or this or that. Yes. Are you supposed to be sanitizing? Hand sanitizing for me is something I've never did in my life. 
hand washing after I went to the bathroom. Yes, that was the only time I was washing my hands. Yeah. Now I think that you know a preventative to get to getting sick is definitely sanitizing your hands. You know, six, seven, eight times a day. Yeah. Doctors have dealt with this for their entire lives, all of the every single day. Not COVID, but I'm saying being around sick people, and it's not like they went home and contracted everything. Yeah. You know, but my point is. Everything is not COVID right now. Yes. You know, but being perceived as COVID, if you're walking around, you know, hacking is probably not a yeah. good idea. Like, here's the master bath. <laughs> Luckily, I have my like own office. Like he's done the entire episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. So I have my own office in my, uh, my. so the reality is too, like, and I I don't want Dana to listen to this and be like, Mike's just complaining the whole time. I'm just <laughs> which you'll probably will. Get him, Dane. Get him. Dane has been absolutely the MVP of our lives, our marriage, everything, because- just as I can't take a day off, she can't either. Yes. So like when I work Saturdays, she's out the baby. Right. There's no, she doesn't get any relief. And that's why I try to remind her that she's a part of the companies and building things as I am. Mm -hmm. So like she can't afford to get too sick either because right. that screws everything else up. So, but anyway, um, are, uh, the thing I keep thinking about, like, are there little things that I can do that are no like risk or no it's not a big strain on your bandwidth but would help you out like yeah there's so many things i could do that i'm just yeah, glass of whiskey about. every night it kills all the you know kills the particles well the booze and stuff did i send you that article by the way yeah you did i sent Long it to a whole ago. bunch of people Long time ago you know a oh, listen not promoting it for alcoholics obviously <laughs> yeah you know it's a terrible terrible disease but you know for normal humans look into it straight whiskey yeah. not mixed with you know your favorite ginger ale yeah uh, and a little bit yeah. Not, not a lot, but there's there's some real science behind it, which makes sense. It I really need to get does. scientific. Um, but I think what I know it sounds funky, it but water sense. is a huge, huge savior. Yeah, I you know. And water then tea. even when you're sick, though, it's this is the hardest part for me. When I'm sick, it's so hard to drink water. Like it's hard to drink a, a gallon of water when water. when you're sick. Yeah, I drink tons of tea too. Oh, I hate it when I'm sick. Like my especially with the stomach, it might be different for me because I feel this bloat with the Crohn's disease. So I feel full even when I don't eat. So for me to be banging down a hundred ounces of water during a day that I'm sick is very hard. But then. And just keeping your body hydrated allows you, like at least me, for when I am sick, to make sure that I my body is still hydrated and keeps going. My wife doesn't drink water, yeah. like a lot, and uh, it's a lot of women too. They struggle with consuming that that amount of fluid, which I understand. Uh, but I think drinking water. Uh, look at the science behind lemon water in the morning. The lemon in my tea. There you go. There you go. I'm just trying to think of things that I I've incorporated. Yeah, like um, for me, it's it's wearing a coat, like getting an umbrella. Like stopping stupid and be like, yeah, I don't get sick because that's used to be my. Thing. I would say the umbrella over the coat because if you're just cold, that's that's beside like that really doesn't do it. I don't know. And I the truth argue is, that. I, I mean, would argue you're going to be cold for very small periods of time because you're usually going from no, no, a like house, I, a car, the car. To so if you think about it, you go into a property, either it's construction or you're walking land, you're outside for like hours. Like there's some listings I'm outside for hours. Well, then you got to wear a coat. Yeah, yeah. then you should wear. But that's coat. stupid. Where sometimes I'm like, ah, I'm fine. And you walk properly. Like what the fuck? And you're like shivering trying yeah. to talk to people. So it's just being more. Again, it's being more organized. But it's it's difficult because it's like you're. I'm on my back foot. So because I couldn't work out, or I could have, but I decided not to to try to recover. Then as soon as you wake up, you're right into. You don't get any time to kind of like Wednesday or whenever I did the tea in the morning was nice. But I, I lost two hours of sleep. So I'm like, was it good? You know, was it worth it to wake mm -hmm. up early or should I have just slept and dealt with kind of the well, when you're sick, you should probably sleep. Yeah. You know? So I, it's it's uh it's definitely the the lack 
the lack of time and the more uh the more commitments you have you have to be way more organized and way more thoughtful on little stuff yeah i'm, I'm and, realizing and then i'm mad at myself because i'm like ah, what a fucking idiot like i should have just whatever it would have done to prevent this you know air purifier or something simple but i don't i yep. need to get more i think a little something also if you consume like your daily uh vitamins or your boost uh, yep. to boost your immune system yeah especially if you're careless at times with uh what you wear or whatever that that's probably a good thing too because yeah. i think the working out the eating well the drinking what all that stuff is amazing mm -hmm. and then you add a little bit of, of yeah. this extra vitamins or supplements and that can just help you get over that little um, bandwidth difficult though. Yeah. Because there's so many things we all want to work on, mm -hmm. but there's only a limited amount of things you actually can like. Right. So I, I'm a firm believer too in habits too. Like <laughs> I, my back is against the wall when it comes to um, being susceptible to sickness because of the Crohn's disease and the medication that I'm on. Yeah. It uh, weakens my immune system, which is why my habits when it comes to eating specifically are so important. So I had this one doctor, Alan Jaffe. Uh, saved my life when it came to this type of conversation because I'm like, look, if now my immune system is bad and I'm compromised, obviously I'm going to be getting sick all the time, which happens. I get a common cold, but I'm able to bounce back pretty quickly. Um, so something that I've incorporated. But again, it's 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 not just having the banana or the orange when you're sick. Right. So something small that I've incorporated every single day, every day. I always have a banana and I always have an apple because what that does over time is it builds um, against the immunity to get sick. Right, bananas with the <laughs> potassium. Something in apples that I, I I don't know the science behind it. Apple a day, uh, yeah, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But there's real facts to that, right? So I've been doing that. Then in the winter months, I have blueberries every day. I like blueberries every day because you build. Um, it's like a it's a compound interest, right? You don't just eat it and then it goes away. Yeah, you know, you eat it, it feeds your body. You eat it, it feeds your body, and that over time is a preventative measure to getting sick. There's holistic people that don't even take medicine. Yeah, that's wild. You I know? love medicine. Of course. No, and, and I do too. I, do. I mean, I, I really do. I, I pair that type of stuff. But when I am sick, yes, I do try to consume fruits and vegetables, but I try to do that on a daily basis to make sure that, you know what, if I do get sick, then it's only going to last a little amount of time. Does that make sense? Yeah. When you're sick, it's too late. Yes, exactly. I get it. Exactly. I, you, you Ultimately, you have to prioritize health, which I have not done in my illustrious career so far. <laughs> I, I prioritize getting stuff done. Yep. And then secondary, or family obviously is first. Then I prioritize prioritize and moving the business forward. Then it's health, right? Where I got to be healthy, yep. else none of the other stuff I can get done. I saw a little. Um, I think I've, you see it all the time. Um, but you need to put on your life vest on first before you put mm. a life vest on anybody else. Amen. Yeah, I, Dave's diamond of the week. <laughs> I was gonna say, you, you know, is he serious right now? Yeah. Um, Dave's diamond of the week. But not even the life vest, too. So that's yes, that's also important. But don't you the feel oxygen you... mask, remember? Yeah. yeah. Like the oxygen mask. And that's a great analogy for life. Don't you feel sometimes you're like, ah, everything's working against me again this week? Do you ever feel yeah. like that? Oh, yeah. I feel like that all the time lately. What I hate, and it's happening so much, and I think it's the part of the role, so um reactive versus proactive. I don't even have an opportunity though. So that, that's where I'm trying to figure out the balance and I, I'm not failing at it, but in my mind I'm failing because there's part of my job now is to make decisions for other people. That's part of my job. So obviously everybody is coming into me to ask questions, to get an answer. To spend your time. Correct. But that's part of the gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But now I'm struggling with, okay, well, how do I develop and create new processes, new procedures, new initiatives, if on a Monday, 
I spent my entire day answering people's questions. You were a fireman, Dave. You were putting <laughs> out fires. Well, but, it, but and again, not complaining because it's what I signed up for and I love it. I do. But I need to find some new ways and it might just be more time. Yeah. I don't know. It might just be more time um, or taking more advantage of downtime. But like literally when I'm in the cigar lounge now, there's no time that I'm in a cigar lounge unless it's on a, on a weekend where I'm just putting smoke in the air. I'm literally, I have my laptop, I'm on a Zoom, I'm doing something else, which has helped too because I'm still able to get stuff done while I'm in a, in a leisure moment, I guess. Mm-hmm. But that, that has been the biggest freaking challenge for me. Well, life in general, like parenting is a perfect example. Like oh. every day is so different. It's like you think you got to figure it out, and then there's new challenges. It's like, yeah. all right, well, the baby was talking, but now that she can talk, now she's a real pain in the butt because she knows what she wants. Yep. It's harder to say no. Like each career, life, whatever, and it's like to your point, being single and doing this has to be a nightmare. Oh, because I mean, having like Dana, I can't imagine <laughs> just to experience it together. It's like <laughs> last night we we were both laying on the kitchen floor, and Livy was running and jumping on us. And we're like, people wouldn't believe this energy. Like, <laughs> this is absurd. But each, like, it's every day is a new challenge. Yep. So you can't really get ahead of stuff. You have to some level be reactive. But you have to be okay with the chaos. Like, I feel like we're, in general life, like career, whatever, 2021 and COVID and all that stuff have created people being more comfortable in chaos yeah. and unknowns. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, Like for sure. <laughs> everyone's... um uh status quo got rocked mm-hmm. everyone no matter what industry to some extent your whole world got rocked yes i agree uh 2021 we got some questions to in win. terms of uh, in terms of recapping and we're, mo- we're moving along nice no here. capping no capping no capping <laughs> and these are these are quick hitters but i i think it's a good um am i a bad dad for stealing uh livy sniffle guard <laughs> does this work on adults no Mike, that's being good a simp. simpy <laughs> I must throw up. mike simparelli what is the most memorable moment of the year? Ooh, nice recap here. <laughs> Starting off strong. Yeah, most memorable moment of the year. Wow. I would say I'm going to turn that, that one to parenting. And I'll go back and forth, I guess, on parenting, personal, business, whatever, is watching the watching my daughter comfortably walk for the first time. That moment, Pretty I was cool. able, I was able to witness, and and it may not have been her first time, I guess, you know, because she did it. I could have done it earlier in the day, I don't know. But the first time that I saw it, I was, I felt so proud for her, hmm. not even proud of her, because I mean, I, you know, it's gonna happen regardless. Yeah. But I, I was so proud for her because I can see that she was scared, but I watched her keep going like she was waiting for a wall but she couldn't get the wall so she just kept moving and to see her smile and be happy as she accomplished a task after falling on her ass three thousand times that was a proud moment for me probably the most memorable of these and that's probably when you realize oh man it's gonna get that much harder now yeah right i gotta chase her around yeah (laughs) well that that yeah came came after i guess Uh, satchel bring the lysol please yeah yeah. Yeah. uh and selfishly we're talking about health and stuff but again health of your uh partner and then your baby it's like yep. livy's been sick and it's been terrible he feels so bad, so bad. oh it's like i would love to take the sickness which i think she gave you got a it. little bit you got it um so the mine was watching livy with like her friends and cousins like 
a couple times with Callie when they were dancing yeah, together yeah, yeah, were amazing. Yeah. Um, when she was recently with Dean and uh, Mila, she was like literally playing with Mila like she was a toy. She was like, I was like, Liv, be careful. And she was like touching her hair and like petting her. Yeah. And then Dean, she was just grabbing and manhandling and hugging. <laughs> Just seeing her interact with like her cousins yep. has been fun. She was hugging Frankie and like Leo, and it's it's been super rewarding just watching her. Yeah, I'm in a very uh, selfish mode all the time. Not selfish, but like kind of lonely mm-hmm. because everything's kind of like it's just in here and you just got to do, and you're kind of by yourself all day. So then when I come home and I have her, I've really enjoyed just sitting, like watching her drive Dana crazy. And just laughing. Yes. Because the children start screaming out of nowhere, and I'm just like, what is going on? Absolutely. I agree. Not that there's not hard times, but the good times outweigh them. No, I'm I sure think. we'll get there. What? So many hard times. <laughs> All right. Oh, is that a question? Okay. What is the most, what is the worst moment of the year? And what did you learn from it? Ooh. I don't even know. And what did you learn from it? So worst moment of the year for sure was uh, I lost my grandmother this year. I know everybody has experienced that. Um, well, not in terms of their grandmother. Maybe. Yeah, I was like, what? No, no, but everybody has experienced the loss of life. Um, and what did I learn from it? I I learned that I need to take more time to make that extra phone call. You know, there were times that, you know, and I play the voicemail all the time from Grandma Lee. She, mm-hmm. she leaves me, you know, she left me voicemails and I didn't get back to her every time, you know? So the lesson for me, and, and still have I done it since she's passed, I can't say that I've accomplished this, but it, it's it's a lesson well learned that I definitely missed opportunities um, to have that extra conversation that I'll never get to have back. It's mm. a good one. I have my uh, grandfather's voicemail in here too. Yeah, it's awesome. Where are you? <laughs> um, mine was probably last uh, week for Thanksgiving, knowing that my brother wasn't coming down. And we weren't going to be able to see the kids. Uh-huh. Devastating. Because we haven't seen them in forever. Not forever. Long time. Yeah, don't, don't, the, don't ask me the last time I saw Frank. Yeah. Well, but COVID's, <laughs> COVID's been tough because like all you want to do is spend time with family. Mm-hmm. And when it gets close and like you feel, I always feel guilty I'm not around enough for him and his family because I'm not there. So like when they come, I want to be available. And then the opportunities where it happens and it doesn't happen and be. It's because your parents contract COVID. It's devastating. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm sure there was probably something worse, but that was the most right, recent. Right, most recent one. that you. Yeah, that's the one that jumped out at me when the question got asked. Like yeah. When you said worse, I was like, ah. Sucks. Yeah, terrible. I mean, again, in the grand scheme of things, not that bad. And what I learned also from it was just like family and health. It's, it's what that's it's it. all about. Everything is bonus. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, third question. One or two goals you set last year that was accomplished and you're most proud of? Womp womp. <laughs> well, not 10%. Uh, that. Oh, good idea. Ah, yes. Yeah, you got one. There we go. Um, no, so one or two. I got two. <laughs> I don't remember what 10, you said. 10%. Um, you know, so if, if you guys are just t- tuning in, uh, we dropped the goals episode at the beginning of the year. And we openly spoke about things, and I guess this is referring to that. So put a goal out there, accomplishing 10%, um, was able to do that and sustain it over an extended period of time. Um, still believe that I'll weigh in under 10% before the end of the year, too. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty confident. Oh, they got the GNC thing back. The, oh, uh, did they? They got back. So if you want to go there oh. for a way, <laughs> tell them I sent you. Tell, tell them I sent you. Uh, so that was, that was definitely a good one on a uh, uh, fitness level. On the business level. 
I mean, it it took the better half of the beginning of the year, of the first half of the year. But I remember saying on uh, the goals episode that I was I was willing, able, ready to move on from you know my current position, whether that meant leaving or not, um, to then get a next level promotion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so through a hard, long fought, terrible battle, <laughs> a lot of sleepless nights, uh, I was actually able to accomplish that. So that's it's a good thing looking back. It's a good feeling, I guess, to put something out there and then accomplish it. Yeah. The house with you guys. That's definitely Yeah, one. the house would be one. Explain it. Um, well, we bought a house. That was a goal. We wanted to buy another house. Um, and we thought during these times it was going to be tricky, which it was. Definitely and we kind of locked out. Um, so that was good. Um, I started learning Italian this year, which I wanted to do. I don't know if I said it as a goal. You have in the past. 110 days straight. Beautiful. Italiano. I don't even know if that's Beautiful. Italian and Italian, but... Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's more if we remember, um, but I don't really remember like, when. I think it was beat my previous year for business, which I did. Um, broke a record locally for a sale. Um... It was one or two. Miles. By a lot. Broke it by a lot. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm just that, saying. That, that one is fire, though. Pretty good, right? That you one is fire. Stat? That one is, well, is fire. Well, I remember you You had uh, you spoke to me about it personally, but it was it was a square per square foot. Was yeah, that- I, I mean, the, here's the thing, right? Data. Data is your friend. So you can uh, manipulate it to a certain extent. Obviously, you don't want like obscure, obscure data point where it's like makes no sense. Mm-hmm. But this was the highest price per square foot sale for a multifamily in Costco. On the MLS, which just means on the market ever, like that, in the history. That's incredible. By And then they beat the average for the year by 40%. Wow. And then I just did it again, and we're closing at the end of the month. So I got, if I didn't do the previous sale, this would have broke that previous record also, both at over $500, $500 a square foot. Wow. Um, which is good. I mean, it. Uh, yeah. there's not much feedback loop, right, on like doing real estate. Like mm-hmm. you don't know if, like I'm confident in my ability, but you don't really know if you're like good Compared to other people, you're selling stuff, but there's no, you don't know what the alt, like what someone else would have sold it for. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's interesting, like a data point that is encouraging Mm -hmm. because we're moving into the new year. Not talk too much about me, but moving into new year and I'll have more, I'll be more listing dominant coming into the year with like five listings coming out of the gate. Um, And it's a new endeavor. So it's nice to have stuff to look back at and be like, oh no, we could do this. Like do it. Yeah, but. and I'm proud of you, man. And I don't mean that as a uh, um, any kind, any condescending way. No, not you know, at all. Wa- watching your success has been incredible to see, man. You know, and, and to some extent, I've dropped the ball on a lot of stuff. Well, that's what makes makes us human. I for think. no snooze, don't I worry, haven't done the much. Next question's coming up. For you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think uh, um, like no. a lot of stuff. Social media, like my personal real estate stuff, terrible lately. Yeah, but I think that's what makes us human and allows us then to accomplish other things. Um, and you got to prioritize. So, you know, yeah, I'm I trying to build a, a team. Big, big year though. Tough year. Okay, what are you least proud of this year? I can go to my family on this one. I have spoken openly about, you know, my attempt in having patience in distress during stressful moments, um, during times of adversity. It's something that I really want to get better at. Uh, So I would say that there were I'm least proud of the amount of times that I was aware of how impatient 
I was. Whether it was, you know, walking into the house with nonsense from work, giving my daughter and wife a kiss, but then instead of staying in that moment, I kind of ran away from it to go get ready for the next day. Instead of, you know, being patient and seeing that, okay, even though she's yelling and screaming, you're never going to get that day back. There were too many of those days and too many times that I can specifically remember that my lack of patience was unacceptable, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. My wife will absolutely agree on that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure Dana would have some things to say about me. (laughs) You see how we're avoiding the wives. uh, No. Pretty good. Pretty good here. Excuse me. I'm least proud of um, biting off more than I can chew which is my way of life, but saying I was going to do certain things and I never accomplished them. Like, I hate that I didn't get my 10% because I thought I had it in the bag. I was like, when I started, I was like, ah, no shot. Then I saw the progress and I was like, I just got to deliver. But I, I need to be more realistic. I'm very unrealistic. If I see something, I'm like, oh, I can figure it out. But I have to be realistic about the lack of bandwidth and time these days because the reality of things is just you can't do everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I used to think I could because I had time and I could like, you know, stay up till 10 and just work on work business stuff or, but now I'm realizing like I priority wise, I'd rather spend that bonus time when I get out of work with the family and I got to put everything else into my bandwidth for work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's, I was upset with myself for taking on certain things that I shouldn't have. Um, and not like big things, just like little occasional things. And I'm like, yeah, you know, I'll knock that out or, I'll do this or like stuff that takes the focus away and doesn't move the goalposts forward and doesn't help anyone. So I, I would say that. And I catch myself doing it like for random stuff, like certain listings, like people ask me stuff. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah I'll help you out. And then I'm like, what am I doing? What am I like, doing? I know. You know, yeah. do you ever do that? Yes. And I'm like, what am I doing? Yeah. Like, or like I'm working on to some extent, you need to do things to get the ball rolling. For example, I haven't been able to get my website up for my real estate stuff in seven years because I cannot decide on a template. So yesterday, I'm like, F it. I have time. I'm going on Wix.com and I'm putting up a website by the end of the day. There's no way if yep. just put it up and then we can fix it. So I have a half-assed website up at the moment, but it's something. Yes. But point being, I didn't get that up because I was working on other random stuff that I shouldn't have. Yep. Well said. Rant. No, we, we got a, geez, the vulnerability here is real. I don't like these questions. I suck. Switch no, back. Give us something positive. Let us talk good about ourselves. And I'm frustrated with my friggin' look in these videos. I look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go Rangers. You like that one? How's oh. your? What's one goal that you can put out now for 2022? Ooh. Ooh. I want to buy another house. 22? Investment property. A house That's a, a year? One. That's a very good one. I want to accelerate. So I want to up... So every year I want to content like whatever the timeline was, I want to double uh, cut it in half to get the momentum. That's aggressive. That's super aggressive. Um, For me, where if I really sit down and think about it for next year, and it's going to take some vulnerability on my part, I want to seek out and obtain a mentor that specifically has a uh, exemplary level of a portfolio that I want to attain in life. Financial portfolio? Real estate and financial. So this is hard. Yeah. Because now I gotta now I have to go find somebody. I'm sure. But I've been but I've been thinking about this now for a while, right? 
I want to continue to level up in my life. But the reality is, yes, you can learn so much through through books, podcasts, um, you know, classes, courses, seminars, all that stuff. But you can only get so far, I believe. This is my personal opinion. You can only get so far. You need to actually be close to somebody who has done the exact things that you want to do. Unless you want to achieve something that's never been done before. Then I guess you're on your own. I don't really know. Um, But I want somebody that I can go to consistently. I had it in Kevin Cook for a really long time. Um, Still a mentor of mine. You know, but his his lane is is focused. Right. And he's given me everything he can and really provided me so much value for for years and years. I want another mentor that's now going to take me from this journey. Well, not take me be around for the journey to the next level. Mm. Um, so that that's a hard one. But no, it's that's, good. that's what I want. A mentor. That's what I want. That's a good one. But a strong mentor. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I get. I was trying to locate one, then I gave up on it because yeah. I'm like, I, I don't know. I didn't have much success with. Fun. I have I- indirect ones. A mm-hmm. bunch of people I talk to. Yeah, yeah. That are like, well, that's what but I'm no saying. one formally. And and I'm saying like, you know, you know, I'm a habit dude. So I want to get on your calendar once every two weeks. That's good for 45 minutes. You know, whether that's at a Starbucks or on a Zoom or on a phone call. Uh, so being able to find somebody that's willing to invest that time in me. And then yeah. also I have to provide extreme value to them. And that's what's going to be hard. I have to identify the person. I don't think you necessarily need to. I ah, think uh, oh. people at a certain level, in they like the to give huck, back. Yeah, yeah. At a certain level. Yeah. And um, it, and if they respect you as a per, you know, you, I, yep. I think you don't, you can, but I don't think you absolutely need to provide value. Mm-hmm. It helps. Yeah. But that's my thought. Um, the other, so I want to, so I, wait, you gave one already. No, I know. But the mentor thing. Oh, oh. so I, I, den- I'm playing this close to the chest because I'm realizing I'm in a competitive market mm-hmm. and I'm not going to give out all my secret sauce. I know it's execution, but maybe after it's done, I can talk about it, but I've identified someone on YouTube that I'm using as a coach that other firms use. Nice. And I'm like, these people join the firms for this. Right. He's great. He's good. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm just going to listen to all the same shit they do. So I know <laughs> what they're, they're doing and I'm going to up it. Yeah. So that's interesting because I've been thinking along the mentor line as well. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a coach. Right. Where I didn't like coaches in the past. Like I like coaches, yep. but I haven't been very coachable. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Sorry. What is the hardest part about parenting for this year? Oh God! What's the well? It would have been better. What's the easiest part? I would say <laughs> I would say the hardest is cont- making sure you're contributing enough to your partner when they just like take it on. So like when Dana just gets up in the middle of the night when they don't ask for help. Yeah, it's the Ooh. hardest part is knowing when to help. That's a good one. Like just now, you heard <laughs> us on the that's phone. That's a really good one. Like after I get out of here, I should probably pick up the baby and bring her to the doctor. Yeah. Um no well because of the other thing that was sick. I know but I can go get her car like it's I inconvenient get, yeah. but that's a that's a great one Mike it's I, true right trying, isn't that so hard oh, hell yeah I'm just say to think just of- say ditto dude I just <laughs> want us a lot of points yeah you really did it's um, so true though it's it, with, it is. but that's with anything parents no it's right we we mm. got it don't worry you just gotta help clients no it's yeah. okay uh, what I want to do in 2022 is just be more proactive about helping when you know you should but they don't ask for it. Right. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Um, Stevie we'll, like we'll replay this uh, next year. <laughs> yeah, and, see, and see, yeah. <laughs> You're really fucking me over, Stevie. <laughs> so mine would be, and this is hardest about parenting, right? Yeah. 
Mine would be what I've consistently, I think, been pretty open about is realizing that the fact is your routine is shot. You know, you had a dude in me that I loved waking up early to be selfish. Now I can't wake up early enough to be selfish because at that point now it's a compromised sleep, right? If I wake up any earlier than 4.45, 5 a.m., I am, I'm screwed. It, it's not even going to be a benefit for me over an extended period of time. So it is understanding and realizing that routines are out the window when it comes from day to day because every single day is different. Uh, so you got to be adaptable and moldable to whatever is the task at hand. That's been the hardest is the lack of routine. I have a home gym and I'm like, I don't know if I should work out at home anymore because I can't like the risk <laughs> I, of her waking up screws everything up tough, and know. then Dana's mad. So it's like, but I built this nice home gym. And I got to like, get a bigger house. There I, you go. You got to sell more houses, kid. The Mike Varelli Greenwich real estate. Well, that, you know, what's funny. Every time we're like ever other. on the phone with like contractor, just any type of bill, yep. I'm like I got to sell more houses. Well, just well that's funny because you say it, you, you've said it but plenty I'm of trying times. To, I'm trying to whatever myself. Yeah. You've been saying it plenty of times, though, to where you're like, yeah, but everything links back. And you're right. You got a problem with the home gym? Get a bigger house. Put it on the on the left wing. Well, what can you control? Sleep them on Sell the more houses. Sleep them on the right wing, and you're good. But yeah. good. All right. Last question. Ooh. What is the biggest lesson you learned about yourself in 2021? Mm. You can't do everything. You're human. No, I'm not human. I think I'm an alien. <laughs> I'm not a regular person either. <laughs> I think I'm an alien. Yeah, that's the biggest is you can't do everything. You got you got to pick your priority. You got to prioritize. That's a good one. Mine is going to be tied to that routine thing. The biggest thing that I've learned about myself, even though I hate it, the lack of routine and the lack of the not knowing and the unknown, I've learned that... One, I work better in a team, um, especially, you know, in business for sure and at home. Like, I can't do this without my team, who's my wife. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're the LeBron. We're the, like the, <laughs> right. the role player. Right. But the other piece to that is although I hate it in terms of the, the lack of consistency in routine, I have been able to have an accomplished year as a parent as a family man, as a businessman. Um, so I think through all the hardships and through the adversity of the year, I was able to say, you know what? Yes, it's not ideal, but I can get through it. Just like I've gotten through anything else that has come my way. And you have got through 100% of your worst days. Oh, I think about I thought you were going to say you've gone through 100% of this episode. No, but really, that's a fact. Think about that as a listener. You already have gone through 100%. If you're still here, you've gone through 100% of your worst days. Yeah. Which is kind of wild to think about. So anytime that stay you're- Stay healthy. Stay in the game. Anytime you're anticipating stress, you can use that as motivation to look back and an inspiration within yourself that even though grandma died and it was the worst crippling thing in the world, I'm here right now. So that means that I must have made it through somehow. Right? A little fuel for the fire. It's good. Money. 
Dave's time of the week in retro. <laughs> yeah, that was. In reverse. Um, no, I picked the very specific. You have anything else before we go there? Very specific. specific. Yeah, why'd you hit me with that specific? Specific. Well, because it's to me. No, it's, it's, right it now. really is just like realizing you, you have limited amount of time and just making what's important your priority. Family, you know, putting the pushing the business forward, friends, and that's about it. Like, yes, I would like to be good at golf. Realistically, am I going to go practice? No. So why play? Is that terrible? But go. I'll play in an occasional tournament and suck. It is what it is. Uh, health probably should be higher on the priority list. Got to work on it. Yep. Haven't been able to do it. Strong year though, right? Yeah, it was a good year. I mean, it's uh, to be honest, it's been a blur. It's like I don't <laughs> even have time to look good back. Year. Good year looking back, right? Traditionally, I would take this time to look back, but I'm in such acceleration mode to get through the end of the year yep. to prepare for the new year that I've really just haven't been like, oh, it's good, you know, right? Just keep. I think there's plenty of time to look back once you get a little break, but yes, stay Yo, healthy. Yo, something hilarious actually. Shout out Mo Khan. I sent so it to you good. guys. Yes, so good. So I don't know if you guys remember that video of uh, Mike and I crushing the the uh, eggs in our biceps. Yeah. I guess yours didn't. Yours didn't make it because your bicep doing wasn't it. as big. Yeah. Your bicep wasn't as nice. But anyway, fail army. Shout out to you guys. You have selected us as the worst fail of the year yes. <laughs> with, with that video. 25 million views on YouTube. Hilarious. Yeah. The fact that Mo and his son were sitting there watching. Because it's like a 20-minute video of all the fails. I wonder if the my, year. maybe my protein ones in there where I tried to dry scoop <laughs> all, and I almost died. All, all of your goals. Uh, check that video out right here. Nice. Hopefully you enjoyed it. I challenge you to do it. What, right? I, but what you was got, this challenge? I forgot. Crack an egg with your bicep. Crack an egg with your bicep. See what if about you can your do chest? It, right? I can probably Ooh, do it with my chest. That'd be good. That'd be a good one. Or my cheeks. So speaking of chest, this will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Are we still doing this section? <laughs> I thought you just hit him with a dime. Oh, I did. 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 All the dimes. They fall on me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. This video is a. I'm watching myself do pull-ups. Um, <laughs> good pull-ups. This is background. Way. Just him doing just pull-ups. Just doing pull-ups. <laughs> this is to myself, Dave Regina. As you go through stressful times, yeah, you keep telling me to look at the camera. It would be good if you set up the other thing that had the quote for me there, so I can actually look into the camera. Yeah, a prima donna, dude. You, you understand? What a prima donna. You hear what I'm saying, though? Do what I How do. Memorize your to? quote. I can't. I can't. There's too many of them. I got too and not enough bandwidth. Keep as this you in. Say. This is good. Not enough bandwidth. <laughs> this is good stuff. <laughs> Listen, the greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. Sell more houses. <laughs> Sell more houses. Um, for me, that that shit rings through right there, man. Because the past couple of days, I'm not gonna lie to you, past couple of weeks, been in my head, man. And there was a funk during the summer that I was into, and I remember it. And I keep moving, I definitely do. But I beat the hell out of myself, and I I cause myself a lot of extra stress that's not really necessary, that's not really warranted in the grand scheme of things. I need to do better in choosing another thought that would bring something positive to light in that moment. Nice. So that's not even to you guys as listeners. Take your own advice, Dave Regina. Yeah, I feel like we listen to our podcast more than anyone else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just listen back to some like, oh, I said that. Yeah. I try to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a nice short one like usual for Miguel's mantra. There we go, baby. Can you put my face on Victor Cruz? 
He's got way better quads than you. <laughs> he does. Dude, quad great legs. No, Did you see his documentary? Yes, fire. So I was in it, popping bottles with him. No, you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of here. Uh, Get out of here. This can be a short one. Anonymous. Health is wealth. Wow. That is a good <laughs> one. My, right. my short delivery that, ones that, are so good, though. That is that is. Listen, good. Listen to the words. Health is wealth. <laughs> it is a fact. Right? Because no, if you don't have health, what you got? And yeah, no, no teleprompter no. needed. Good no te- I memorized it. I didn't look, <laughs> yeah. though. But Yeah, man. I mean, you got all these lights. You got the soundboard. You got the, the camis. I mean, like, give me a scroll that I can just look straight into the camera, CV. A scrolly. And you have one already. It's you not got like a scrolly and a rolly. Hey, listen. You do you have a scrolly on that? I, I scrolly on the rolly. Who did you take pictures with where you said, like, rollies are all here? Were all those oh, real? Yeah, all of them were real. My mother-in-law, my father-in-law. Oh, okay. I didn't yeah, know it was yeah. them. I thought it was some of your other friends. <laughs> no, no. I, was like, I don't know if those are real. <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> wow, that's a dig to, to my friends, man. Listen. Who am I talking about, though? Well, I'm not, so many. I'm not going to lie, though. So I've had I've had a fake rolly for a for a long time that I got like years and years ago, like in, in on Canal Street or whatever. One of the real estate agents. So basically I would wear it to gain confidence if I had something like important. <clears throat> right. And sometimes I would wear it to it and then take it off because I'm like, well, this person's not good. They're going to know that this is fake. Yeah. So I would take it off. Uh, Ryan. Um, Sirhan. Sirhan. Your boy told a great story about him rocking a fake Rolex oh, yeah. for years. Did you send that? Reminded, I think I did like a while ago. Yeah, but reminded me of exactly that because it's so true. He said I would put on the freshest suit. He's like I was thirty years old in New York City with a fake Rolex on, rocking the hell out of it. See, I, I used to think that way, but now I think people respond to you just like having the the swag and confidence. Yeah, you just roll up and you know yeah. you're just mellow. Yeah, I mean, I, let's be honest, material things they mean nothing, but if it gives you a confidence boost, oh, hey, cool, yeah. that's great. Do it up. If somebody called you out on it, couldn't you be like, oh, I'm wearing the fake in case somebody steals it. I have the real one at home. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you heard? I think I just commit to him. Like, you know, yeah, I'm not spending 15 million. You know, you know, Chad Johnson, right? His fake one? Dude. So so there's this watch guru on uh, YouTube that, that guy calls like? out. That call, no, not, not, no. Not Chad Ochocinco? Yes. That calls out fake um, fake watches just via video. I was doing the Lord's but he, work. But he, he, oh, literally. He has, he has like this technology that can zoom into a photo it's got to be like some police thing that he has zooms into a photo breaks down the entire watch um and specifically can see if it's fake or not and basically the conversation he's like yes i'm rich as fuck i rock fake watches i can afford the that's real how ones you have to do it. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. how you have to but do it's it so, it's so true and i don't know if every watch that he has is fake but the one that he got caught on whatever yeah. and, and in his job specifically this watch guru he calls out celebrities with fake watches because a lot of them rock them like they're real yeah, you know, of of course, a ten thousand dollar Rolex. Yes, they have that. Of course, they have that. I'm talking about the three hundred and fifty thousand dollar watches, the two hundred thousand dollar watches, the one hundred thousand dollar watches. You know, next level stuff. Um, anything else, my brother? No. Stay healthy. Stay wealthy. CV. Listen, we got a teleprompter coming next episode. So until next time, <laughs> stop snoozing. Get up and get after it, and stay healthy. Yo, you really airborne. I know, dude. My bad. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.